program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, Colorado Drone Swarm Mystery. Now, you probably remember these from a few podcasts um, back several months ago. We had a ongoing, continuous problem with drones out in Colorado and Kansas, even up into Nebraska. And a lot of these were taking places next to some of the, the uh, nuclear missile sites out there in these western states. There was quite a bit of uh, write-ups done about it, some investigation, and people were reporting seeing these uh, swarms of drones, a lot of them as big as six feet across, uh, moving across the night sky, kind of like in a grid pattern. Now, nobody really wanted to come clean on this. Uh, There were some sheriffs interviewed. You can go back to some of the older podcasts and and listen to those. We talk about those and review some articles on those. There seemed to be just a lot of really kind of shady, sketchy stuff going along. And then it appeared to come out at one point. It looked like a real possibility that what was actually going on was some sort of um, some sort of military uh, drill, basically, where uh, private companies were hired to bring these drones in and to uh, test the security of the missile bases and different uh, military installations out there. And that's the last I'd heard of it, that that the whole thing was, uh, you know, sorry guys, this is just a big misunderstanding. This is something we do all the time. It's part of our mission to protect our our military assets from uh, enemy strikes or terrorist strikes, whatever, which would make sense. But then I came across this article here from... um, thedrive.com, and we get a lot of good stuff out there. And this just came out a couple days ago. It's uh, July 15th, 2020. The title is says, Newly Released FAA Documents given, Give Unprecedented Look into Colorado Drone Swarm Mystery. And then it says, Hundreds of pages of documents provide consistent, detailed descriptions of the drones and conclude the military wasn't behind the operation. This article is by Brett Tingley, Brett Tingley and the Warzone staff. Now, see, this is just kind of the opposite of what was going around before, so this really got my attention. And, you know, really, why would they want to lie about it? It says, is covered in previous reports by the Warzone, law enforcement agencies and numerous rural counties in eastern Colorado and adjacent areas in Nebraska and Kansas received an influx of reports of large drones flying in formations at night for a period of several weeks during December 2019 and early January 2020. Many law enforcement personnel were among the reporting witnesses. In short order, the mystery drone wave also elicited serious expressions of concern from at least two U.S. Senators and attention from Colorado's Governor and State Public Safety Agency. The activity soon drew the attention of regional and later national news media as well. That's what's so weird about this. These things were just so blatant in their appearance. They finally got the attention of some politicians, but then the whole thing just kind of got blown under the rug. And I'm not sure if that was because of the whole COVID scandemic or if that was just uh, the lack of attention on the part of most people. Remember they were talking about how uh, the sheriffs were asking people to report uh, any anonymous drone operators in the area. Pretty unlikely 
um, that a couple of amateur drone operators could have been out there, you know, with flying this many drones in, in pattern like this. Just, just not likely. Is it the whole the whole idea uh, that some amateur drone operator was out there flying these in restricted airspace? And if you go back and listen to the one podcast, I think that we even had one that was flying around a hospital or something. It just seemed like the whole situation was out of control. It reminds me of the uh, of the uh, homicidal cow tippers. You know, whenever they find a a cow with its blood drained, no matter how far out in the timber it is, how remote the location it is, and there's no tracks anywhere, no evidence whatsoever. It's automatically well, it's a bunch of Satan worship worshippers who are out cow tipping, knock the cow over. Uh, you know, mutilated it and somehow evaporated all the blood. And that's kind of what this thing is. I mean, you have multiple very large industrial-scale drones flying around in organized patterns, and we're supposed to believe that, you know, Billy Bob's out there and he's van somewhere controlling all these things. It's just ridiculous. And the article goes on and says, Now the war zone can offer an unprecedented inside look at what was going on behind the scenes within the FAA, which was leading a task force to solve the drone mystery. Not only is the confusion with the agency made clear, but we now have multiple, highly credible official reports from trained observers from the time frame when the objects were present in the region. Oops, my page slipped on me here. Many of them watch, many of them, excuse me, match to a remarkable degree and they allude to a unique arrangement in which a large drone seems to have been accompanied by a smaller fleet of drones. We also have the latest conclusion, or lack thereof, of what the FAA thinks actually was happening over those peculiar weeks that winter. You know, this whole thing about having fleets of drones with uh, large drones reminds me of the phenomena we see so often with fleets of UFOs gathering with large UFOs. Over the past several months, Douglas Johnson, it says, a volunteer research affiliated with the Scientific Coalition for UAP Studies, SCU, has utilized the Freedom of Information Act to obtain many hundreds of pages of emails and other pertinent documents from the Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, and other federal agencies regarding the mystery drone flap and has made them available to the war zone. In addition, hundreds of additional relevant pages have relevant pages have been located but are still being processed by the FAA. The FAA is also currently withholding some key documents citing FOIA exemptions. Wow, you wonder why they want to hide this stuff for. I mean, okay, you tell us the military wasn't involved. But then you tell us you can't tell us what's going on because there's FOIA exemptions. Well, what, why would they have FOIA exemptions other than they're trying to maintain some kind of military, you know, secrecy? Nevertheless, the documents already released suggest the FAA, despite a short-lived but strenuous effort, was unable to determine the origin of flying formations of sizable aerial devices reported by many credible witnesses in December and January. Senior FAA officials were able, however, to conclude that there is a high confidence 
These are not covert military activities. Well, I don't know. I wonder, are they incompetent? Or are they just straight up lying to us? And you know what? If they're straight up lying to us to keep a military secret, that's fine. But when you have people come out and say, hey, these things were flying... It was all part of the military test to test the security around the missile base or the nuclear power plant. And that's a reassuring thing. I'm glad they're doing that. Not a problem. It would almost be better off if they told us that, even if it wasn't true. But now they just come out and say, well, we don't know what they were. And you wonder if they don't know what they were if, or if they just weren't able to think up a good enough excuse to you know, blow the whole thing off. I guess it was just too much effort to call them swamp gas this time. It says, The release documents contain no evidence that any federal criminal laws were broken by whoever was operating the devices, although the FAA has withheld at least one key document discussing the legal issues surrounding the case. I can't even imagine. Is, I mean, I wonder, is that even possibly true? I mean, don't these things have to have a flight plan? They're flying over people's houses and stuff? I don't know. This thing just sounds so sketchy. I mean, my gosh, shouldn't there be some kind of independent investigation into this thing outside of the FAA? It's almost as if our federal government has become so corrupt and so incestuous that they can't be trusted to investigate these things. It goes on, it says, No document yet released suggests that the mystery drones ever encroached on any U.S. military installation or even into any airspace that was under special FAA restrictions. I guess the space over your house just doesn't count. Private companies in, or some freak out in a van, is just allowed to float a fleet of a fleet of these drones over the top of your house any hour of the day or night, and that's just okay. And this doesn't sound right to me. In a statement to the war zone, oh, and by the way, do you guys remember when this was all going on and people were saying, somebody ought to shoot those things down? And the sheriff came out and said, don't you dare shoot those things down. We'll come and arrest you. Wow. I mean, I don't know. It's almost, you know, after having been through the whole COVID scandemic and seeing an entire country locked down, well, rephrase that. An entire globe locked down, having civil rights violated and, and being ticketed for going to church or going to a casino to play cards or not wearing a mask. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that local law enforcement thinks that it's just okay for some unknown party to fly a fleet of drones 50 feet over your house. But to let you know that you'll probably be going to federal prison if you take your shotgun out and drop one of them out of the sky. The whole thing just stinks. It goes on and says... In a statement to the war zone, Johnson summarized his impression after months of research into a subject that he still considers far from closed. Quote, For at least a couple of weeks, the mystery drone flap had the serious attention of top FAA leaders and at least two U.S. senators. The FAA assigned apparently capable investigators. Why would he use that word apparently? and mobilized resources for multiple FAA components. The assistance provided by other federal agencies, such as the FBI, DHS, and military, was apparently quite limited because of the absence of evidence of criminal intent. 
or of a proximate threat to military assets or other critical infrastructure. Oh my gosh. Really? You're selling us this? I mean, so we just live in America and we have fleets of drones fly over our houses within spitting distance of military bases. And that's not a problem. Well, yeah. He says, Once the aerial activity stopped, it appeared that both federal and state agencies quickly dropped the matter. I have not yet seen any evidence of a continuing federal investigation, although there are many documents still not released. Well, my guess is they're all at home on COVID vacation, working from home. Pathetic, man. Then it goes on, it says, Law enforcement officers provided detailed descriptions. Some of the communications received by veteran <clears throat> Special Agent Michael Bumberger of the FAA's Law Enforcement Assistance Program, LEAP, situated within the Offices of Security and Hazardous Material Safety, or ASH, has his associates contained detailed descriptions of the unusual formations of unmanned aerial devices that were reported by law enforcement officers and other credible witnesses. And then it goes on here, it says, for example, a January 5th, 2020 email from Bumberger said an FAA LEAP agent had spoken to sheriffs in 16 counties in Colorado and Nebraska, and each agency advised at least one deputy has witnessed the activity. The email went on. The activity reported occurs the activity reported occurs primarily between the hours of 1800 and 2200 Mountain Standard Time and demonstrate the pattern of multiple drones flying a grid pattern, a grid type pattern, and remaining airborne for several hours at a time in less than optimum flying conditions, high winds and storm-like conditions. Okay, man, are these things even drones? I mean, I feel like we're being lied to to the point or I'm at the point of thinking that these things aren't drones at all. That the whole drone thing, to begin with, was just misdirection. That's what I'm starting to think, really. It says, The activity reported occurs primarily between the hours of 1800 and 2200 Mountain Standard Time. So what's that, 6 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock at night? And so it's dark out. And, demonstra- and so why would you want to be out there doing any kind of measuring with a drone at that night, unless you're trying to hide your intentions. And demonstrates the pattern of multiple drones flying. My my, uh, webpage is jumping all over here, so forgive me for being a little bit jumpy in my reading. It says, for several hours at a time, in less than optimum flying conditions, high winds and storm-like conditions. You know, I didn't even know drones could fly during storms and high winds. I mean, not the ones you buy at Walmart, I wouldn't think. The number of drones operating at one time ranges from between 2 and 16 and appear to be approximately 6 feet wide in length. Flight time has been 2 to 3 hours continuous. All reports indicate flight is between 200 and 300 feet. That's close enough to be bothersome. I think that if you, as a homeowner, have a fleet of drones flying two to three hundred feet over your house, then you have a right to know who's doing this. However, several people interviewed stated it was hard to determine height due to darkness and lack of clouds. Other citing 
lights were also reported to be either flashing or steady white, red, or green. One report mentioned flashing blue lights. They have not been described as operating in a manner that placed persons on the ground in danger. Really? Are you that? I mean, that's... How, how can you say this? They have not been described as operating manners that place persons on the ground in danger. Well, you could say that if you knew it was Billy Bob out there taking night pictures with his drone. Okay? You could say that if you knew it was a military doing some kind of exercise they wanted to keep quiet. But when you have random random drones, 16 at a time, 6 feet wide, these commercial-scale drones flying over pe people's houses... They're putting people in danger, man. If one of these things crashes into somebody's house, you could be... I mean, they could kill somebody. Of course it's dangerous. That's why we have rules about these things. It's just... Honestly, it's ridiculous that people even write this stuff. It says, in an email from FAA Chief of Staff Angela Stubblefield contained a late December 2019 report from Nebraska. The Lincoln... FSDO, Flight Standard District Office, has received a call regarding multiple large, larger-sized drones flying over rural western Nebraska. The caller reported there were maybe 12 or more drones with a 6-foot wingspan flying approximately 200 feet, AGL in a grid pattern. From his contacts, the drones seemed to have covered 10 to 20 square miles some farmer ranches reported the drones flying over their farmsteads. The caller stated he saw the drones. Ah, this thing wants to get away from me. The caller stated he saw the drones December 29th, approximately from 1900 to 2230 Mountain Standard Time. He was unable to get a photo or video. The caller does have an aviation background. He is a private pilot. And what are we paying these people for? People are being harassed by these things possibly endangered by them. Nope, don't know where they came from. Well, if these things landed on the White House lawn, would they care? I mean, you put this stuff in the context of 9-11. And I'll tell you, it's a little bit, it's a little, it's ridiculous that our own government's not taking an interest in this stuff. What happens, what happens if these things fly to Denver and start wreaking havoc? Because they're in the middle of the countryside somewhere, nobody cares? Uh, the whole thing just stinks. It says on December 31st, 2019, email written by FAA Aviation Safety Official Michael Sanford stated, The drones were reported to have six-foot wingspans, and there are several reports that indicate the drones are operating in coordination with a big drone that may be stationary in the area. There is also an unverified report of the larger drone potentially landing and taking back off from an airport in Imperial, Nebraska. This larger drone, also described as a mothership, is said to hover while all the others fly around in close proximity. The large drone is described as about 5 to 6 feet in diameter with a cylindrical shape and a red front. Really? A cylindrical shape and a red front. This thing is sounding more like a UFO all the time. It says a Bumburger memo also from December 31st stated that a Chase County, Nebraska sheriff reported observing 30 to 50 flying independently of each other with a larger mothership hovering for hours 
hours. Man, I don't even think those things can stay up that long. The deputy stated it is the large stated that the larger drone appeared to be way over 55 pounds. <laughs> On early January 2020, email from a lieutenant in the Kansas Highway Patrol described a sighting by one of our canine troopers near Oakley, Kansas. Quote, he said one of the drones had a really bright light on it, like a spotlight. That drone stayed relatively stationary at the location. Then he said there were anywhere from 10 to 15 drones that flew all kinds of patterns around that stationary drone. At one point, one of those drones flew directly over his house. He had his night vision with him, so he tried to look at the... Oops, this webpage is really being stupid. He had his night vision with him, so he tried to look at it. Some of the lights on the drone drowned out a good picture with NVGs, but he said he thought he saw four rotors on the drone, as well as a horizontal stabilizer or wing. The wing appeared to be about 10 foot in length. He said the drone was about 200 feet in the air and made absolutely no sound at all, even though the wind was calm. Now this is getting less and less like a drone and more and more like a UFO. Come on, man. It's not making any noise. And you notice how it says the light is messing up his night vision goggles? That makes sense. Maybe that's why they've got the lights on there, just to, just to prevent people from seeing them. It's not so they can see. It's to prevent you from being able to see them when you're wearing night vision goggles. A report from January 6, 2020 in Lincoln, Nebraska described a dozen or more smaller UAVs flying alongside a larger aircraft, estimated to be 4 to 6 feet in diameter. One of the releases also contains a telephone report of a sighting in Elgin, Illinois, on January 8, 2020. It's a long way from Colorado, man. That sighting was mentioned in a few other FAA emails, although the summary of the call ultimately concludes that the reports about these drones were not carried over to the next shift because they were dismissed as UFO sightings by others at the police department. Well, that and they're lazy. They just don't want to do a bunch of paperwork. And who could blame them? Because what's going to happen to it anyway? It's just going to be put in a file somewhere. I mean, the last thing these guys want to do is generate paperwork. It goes on and says, even top FAA officials invoked the term UFO on at least one occasion in a December 31, 2019 email from FAA Administrator Steve Dixon to FAA Chief of Staff Angela Stubblefield. Dixon ordered that not too long ago we have called those UFOs, Stubble responded. Yep, now everything is a drone. Well, good for him. Good for one bureaucrat for calling these people out. This is what I've been saying. Drone is a new swamp gas. See, it's starting to sound more and more like we were just pretty much straight up lied to this whole time. All these sightings were reported as drones, but then when you get digging into the paperwork and someone's done a FOIA request, and fortunately some of these bureaucrats did take down some sighting and, and they wrote down what people saw, and, it, and we have, we have a plenty of uh, sightings and encounters here with law enforcement. And what they saw doesn't sound like a drone at all to me. They're flying in high wind and storms and bad weather and got the highway patrolman out there with his night vision goggles on and he cannot hear them. Oh, I think I see some quadcopter shape. No, you don't. No, you don't, man. I don't think so, at least. Because you can't hear them. And they're up there for hours. 
They don't sound like drones to me. They sound like standard UFOs, actually. You've got a mothership, and you've got a bunch of these little burgers out there flying around doing whatever it is they do. It goes on, and then it has some articles here. It says, uh, on December 29th, FAA Administrator Steve Dickinson emailed senior managers a link to a press account. Oops. To a press account on the Colorado events with his comment, I've seen several of these reports. Do we have any information about these purported sightings? Rumors seem to be spreading rapidly. Well, who cares if the rumors spread? Of course they're going to spread. Don't try to suppress the truth. Just let it out there for crying out loud. Dickinson's inquiry was forwarded to others by the head of the agency's internal security branch, Associate Administrator for the Office of Security and Hazardous Material Safety, Claudio Mano. Mano added his own question. Does this potentially link to incidents other than in Colorado and Nebraska? The FAA documents provide no further clues on the incidents to which Mano referred, but the war zone is currently actively pursuing inquiries into several incidents in which drones of unknown origin showed up in unexpected places during the past year. It seems like they were in Kansas, if I recall, and Clarpin in Nebraska, so maybe he's talking about those. The FAA quickly emerged as a lead federal agency seeking to, the, seeking to get to the bottom of the Colorado Center flap. The investigation was conducted by FAA-ASH with a field investigation run by Bumberger, who was assigned to the case, about December 26, Ian Greger, Public Affairs Manager for the FAA Pacific Division, served as the agency's public spokesman during the investigation. The emails show that Greger was in constant touch with both Bumberger and senior FAA officials in Washington and constantly fielding inquiries from news media of all kinds, including sometimes cryptic email responses to the War Zone's editor. Hmm. The documents Johnson obtained in the doc, the documents Johnson obtained reveal a high level of interest in the investigation on the part of the U.S. Senators Kerry Gardner, a Colorado Republican, and Deb Fisher, another Republican from Nebraska. On December 30th, Lisa Piper, director of the Office of National Security Programs and Incident Response, a part of the Office of Security and Hazardous Material Safety, or ASH, emailed Bumberger that the drone issue is really ratcheting up. Some of the drones flew near Senator Gardner's house in Yuma County, Colorado. <laughs> you know, is it a UFO just checking on the senator, or is it the deep state letting the senator know, maybe you just need to quit asking so many questions? Man, you got to wonder. Both Gardner and Fisher made public statements expressing their concerns during the height of the drone flap. Quote, I've been in contact with the FAA, and I am encouraged that they've launched a full investigation to learn the source and purpose of these drones, Gardner said in December 31st press release. I will continue to closely monitor the situation. Well, here's a suggestion. Just bring in a couple Black Hawk helicopters and shoot them down. They're a threat. That should work. I mean, if the government has the moral authority to lock up 300 million people in their house for six months, dropping a couple drones out of the sky shouldn't be a big deal. And you know what else is weird? All this crap happened just before the COVID hit. 
Man, it makes you wonder. On the same day, an FAA Congressional Relations Officer emailed the FAA Chief of Staff that Gardner's office was hearing from the local Farm Bureau that drones have been disturbing cattle operations that may have caused injuries and that the drones are flying closely to some of the general aviation airports in the area. Yeah, no kidding. They're just walking all over, man. They're showing total disrespect to this local community. But what does law enforcement say? Yeah, no big deal. They're not doing anything illegal. Well, how can they not be doing anything illegal? It's ridiculous. It goes on and says, and the drones are flying closely to some of the general aviation airports in the area. They may elevate this to a call from the senator to the administrator, Steve Dickinson. Given the level of concern in the area, they also they are also just concerned that it's taking this long to identify such a number of drones. You know, this stuff should be the kind of this subject should have been addressed at the press conferences that they were having with the president. But you know, people just put up with too much. People should have been on TV screaming and complaining about this. This is the situation is absolutely ridiculous. On January 8, 2020, Gardner stated, I think this shows a significant gap in our understanding and national security understanding of the threat drones pose. Yeah? Or maybe they just don't care. If we can't find out who they are, how they're being controlled, who is controlling them, and what is to keep a nation like Iran or North Korea from looking at this instance and saying, boy, now we should come out and do the same thing with cameras and sensory equipment to find out the kinds of things that would help with the international security. So I think it's a concern. Well, of course it's a concern. But I suppose if it's a deep state doing it, it's no concern to them. This, this this so much just shows what it's like when you live in a society where, you know, they talk about things like breakaway civilizations. And this is what it looks like when a certain segment of your, of your civilization has access to technology that you're not allowed to have access to. And who's to say these folks aren't getting medical treatment that you're not allowed to have access to? I'm certain of it. Look what they've done with the COVID. You know, the president comes out and says, "Hey, I think hydrochloroquine might work." And doctor and some and a doctor says, "Oh yeah, I'm using it with the with the Z-Pack and with the zinc. It's it's great. You know, it's almost 100% cure." And the reaction to that is, "No, you can't have that." And then now you hear another asthma drug's been used. You can't have that. No right to try. No, we're saving that for the guys that actually run the show around here. And that's this kind of arrogant attitude that sees through this whole drone thing that happened in Colorado. They just ignore the concerns of common people. And he goes on, he says, uh, In early January, the national media attention was escalated, including reports by CNN, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Yeah, I imagine those were real thorough. On January 9th, Colorado Governor Jared Polis, a Democrat, said that he had asked the Colorado Department of Public Safety to ramp up its monitoring of the aerial activity. I think we need to find out what's happening before an accident occurs, Polo said. An accident, dude? Or possibly an act of terrorism? But you know, he's not worried about that now because he's too busy locking Colorado down. That's much more fun. Much more fun to lock people up, mandate mask wearing, and tell them they can't go to church than to investigate 
an invasion. Okay? One of the key documents uncovered by Johnson is a four-page memorandum written by then-second-ranking official ASH Joshua Holtzman and sent to the FAA Administrator Steve Dixon, misspelled as Dixon on the memo, to bring the FAA chief up to speed on the issues for a telephone call with Senator Fisher this afternoon, January 7th. Among the memo's talking points was that the FAA understands the interest in identifying the operator and mitigating any potential risk these UAS unmanned aircraft systems could pose to the safety of other aircraft and people and property on the ground. The mystery drone investigation reached its public climax with a large meeting convened by Morgan County Sheriff Dave Martin in Brush, Colorado on January 6. According to FAA notes, the closed-door meeting was attended by 77 people. Federal representation included people from the FAA, FBI, DHS, Air Force, Office of Spatial Investigations, and from FF Warren Air Force Base and the Office of Senator Gardner. State and local representation included sheriffs, office personnel from 12 Colorado counties and 6 Nebraska counties, the Nebraska State Patrol, the Colorado Information Analysis Center, and Colorado Fish and Wildlife. Bloomberger wrote that the meeting did not provide an answer or new leads, but that several good things came from it. It was agreed that an ad hoc drone sightings task force, <laughs> you can never have too many task force, would continue the work of the meeting and the facilitating coordination of an expanding investigation. Probably had to hire a bunch of their friends to run that, maybe. However, in the days that followed the January 6th meeting, which was widely publicized by regional and national news media, the reports of unidentified drones flying in formation tapered off rapidly. In a February 5th email to a reporter, Gregor said, As far as I know, the reports dried up around the middle of January. We have not received any information that enabled us to determine what exactly it was that people were seeing and if they were drones who was flying them. Sheriff Martin on March 6th confirmed to SCU's Douglas Johnson that drone reports stopped shortly after we had the January 6th meeting without evidence that any criminal activity had been involved. Martin set the matter aside, and the working group was discontinued. Martin said, adding, I'm not in, the, I'm not in charge of airspace. The CDPS had posted a final update on its website back on January 13th, saying CDPS will scale back proactive operations, but will continue to respond and investigate reports of suspicious activity. Despite all of the reported activity, we are still unaware of any crime being committed. Well, that sentence right there just blows my mind. So it's okay for some random person or company to just come out with a fleet of drones in the middle of the night and fly them over 200 feet off your house, scare the living heck out of your cattle, maybe run them through cow fences, do whatever, and it's no big deal. Because you're sheep. So shut up and go back to sleep. But, if you want to go to Walmart, you better put your mask on. This total disregard for common sense, this total disrespect toward the citizens of this country by the bureaucrats that make probably, what's the average federal employee make? $125,000, $150,000 a year. And I think that they get their health insurance and retirement benefits on top of that. And this is the kind of service that we get. I mean, this stinks. It goes on, it says, multi. Much initial speculation about the strange aerial activity centered on the military, in part because some early drone sightings were only about 30 miles from the ICBM missile fields. Hear that? 
No worries, kids. We've got unknown drones within 30 miles of nuclear missiles. But don't worry about it. Just go back to sleep. It says, These fields controlled by the 90th Missile Wing of the F.E. Warren Air Force Base. And then it says, In public statements at the time, an F.E. Warren spokesman denied having any role in the sightings. Internal emails obtained by the SCU's Douglas Johnson and reported by the War Zone on February 24, 2020, confirmed that officers at the base were mystified by the drone reports. The Air Force emails, while heavily redacted, showed the Office of the Deputy of Staff Air Force for Strategic Deterrence and Nuclear Integration, abbreviated AFA-10, as well as Air Force Global Strike Command, the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, and a and Air Force components queried and assured each other that no component of the Air Force was responsible for the aerial activity or knew its origin. Johnson has appealed some of the Air Force redactions. And then the article goes on from there. You can go to the you can go to the Twitter account and catch up on it. UFO warning. I have to tell you, it's a little disheartening reading this stuff when we've been through so much of it. But that's what we get from the deep state. We do not get disclosure. And until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.